grab that bull by the horns and own it, man. Today's your day. Let's go to work. And now for part two with Mr. Brian Doff. Hope everyone's as excited as we are to finish this up. Let's do it. Local to the Salisbury area and servicing the entire Eastern Shore. So, yeah. again, service with a smile, even though he doesn't smile much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's good, dude. It, he's de his his um, ideas are totally in line with what we do, and we're nobody. But you know, it's it's a good thing to have somebody that is passionate about it as we are on a different level. We're, we're not bait makers, but. Is that a disrespectful thing to say, bait maker? No, uh, but uh, this, I think that's crafter? a compliment because this dude, sure. is, this dude, literally took something. I think I sent you one picture and said, this is kind of what I'm looking for. And I think you called me the next week and sent me pictures. And yeah. There was a historic order uh, placed by Kyle. and uh, It's like 6,000 baits. It's Jesus. crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was, <laughs> I was so bad about that <laughs> order. No, 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 no. It's, it was just a significant amount. And what the, the point of it is, he delivered. He He's like, I finally got Kyle's out, order out. Like, he yeah. can leave me alone for a while. <laughs> he, won't, he won't, though. Kyle was waiting on two things. Baits and a fishing reel. He's only waiting on well, one. Well, I now. just got the fishing reel. Oh, you right just got it. Oh, okay. right. I feel accomplished. No, no. His came a lot quicker. I mean, I had a, a reel that. That's the friends. Are we going to actually again. talk? We're going we're to go into this? <laughs> no, well, hey, uh, I basically had a reel that I waited from. I don't know, five months for. And oh. then it was shipped to the wrong address across the street. And I got a phone call. They had it for two weeks. So <laughs> Did you get I it got, back, though? Huh? I did you get did. it back. Yes. <laughs> they love it. They love it. We have the best fans. <laughs> now, you were talking Steve about something. his soundboard a lot. Since we're talking about the rock fish and everything, you were talking about something earlier. Someone posted a certain thing. Oh, do we want to go into that? I'm sorry. My dead cat fell off. That's okay. Dave's, Dave's caddy. Got caddy wampus. I don't know what I'm even grasping on. You're, you're good, baby. No, you're fine. Good. Just leave it off. There it is. There it is. There oh, it is. God. <laughs> So, Brian... Uh, my bad. My bad. You ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> let so us, I, it's, it's true. It's let him get done petting his pet. Yeah. <laughs> do we want to get into that, or do we want to talk about the color choices in certain conditions? Or we want to Let's do color choices in certain conditions, right. and we'll get into that. I mean, yeah. we can... We honestly... You know, you can tell us fans, like, hopefully we have fans. But we, we can roll <laughs> for one out here. They're all here. Hey, fans. <laughs> can we get some cheers in the background? <laughs> They're no, not, they're not no. doing it. They're drinking wine and ignoring <laughs> they're us. They're not doing it. Uh, Sorry. But we, we can go as long as we want. Who cares? You know, we're having fun. Yeah. So then, let's it, just say, typical day guest. in the Magathy. Clearwater, Sandy Thank Bottom. Thank you. It's taken off. Clearwater, so, Sandy Bottom. What are you throwing? Clearwater, Sandy Bottom. I'm going with a, a more translucent, as natural looking color as I can. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I like that um, a lot. Opening night is one that I will throw sometimes. I know that is not one of your colors. It's coming. It's coming. Matt well, broke see, me down. That uh, that purple haze. It's still the same. It's Matt I mean, Abel it's, with Seahawks Sports Center. It's, yeah, not, it's not there yet, but it's, it's, it's close. Yeah, Matt. Matt, he's uh, he asked for it last year, and I didn't deliver. And Holy shit. He's got jewelry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. He's bringing I'm all the so, things out. So here's... Well, I'm not going to, like... Admit, right. what, not, is the, what is the one that uh, DOA makes that is like a... Like a translucent, like bluish with the with the fleck with the silver fleck in it. It's not. It's, it's opening not, night. I oh, know it's albino. It's not opening night, but I always want to call it opening night. It's um. I like albino that one a ghost. Lot. I think it's like a light blue clear with a with like a silver fleck know. in it. Yep. Uh, what I usually do is if I'm over sandy bottom, clear water, no grass, just like. You know, a high visibility environment. <laughs> I'm going. This made a steady he rolling gear. He's throwing baits out. out like it's nothing. That's that perch joint. <laughs> yeah. So I think what, what Kyle's saying yeah, to these. Are the, those are the big ones right yes. there. Oh, oh, so what I think what Kyle's driving at here is that um, I think you should throw as natural as humanly possible. Whatever natural that you have in there. So for me, like I'll throw pearl. I'll throw like a natural bait colored bait, like uh, like we have in front of us the new yes, joint, that, the hillbilly that, radiation. Yes. That is a good color. It's, it is a good I mean, color. I think because yeah. you obviously, if it's super clean water and you're over like a nothing bottom that looks like sand, well, even you that, want an opposing color. Yeah. Look at the, even that archy butter. Oh, I throw that all day long. Yeah. Yeah, 
it's good. Absolutely. And the thing is, what you look at it is, it's got the belly to it. Yeah, a lot of companies miss that, so you don't have that profile. We always talk about profile. Yeah. For those that don't know, it's if you look at a bunker per se or a rain minnow or whatever you want to call. So it's got a little belly to it. It tapers back to the tail. It's super mm -hmm. skinny. You know, I mean, it's like bellies. We all got bellies because we love enjoying libations. <laughs> but that's the well, thing. I is that's what I have a wobble, too. What are you don't doing to that bait? Just You're tying it in a knot. No, no, so. I'm testing it out. This I mean, is what Kobe would do to it, you know? Yeah. You so don't, then, Dave don't swim, he waves. I waved. <laughs> Obviously. Now, here comes the controversial part. Okay, controversial part of it. We're, we're be controversial. Controversial. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So, what do you throw when it's muddy? <sighs> Who's this towards? Dave, specifically? Either one of If it's a muddy... Dark. Anyone in this table. Dark water, dark bait. Beer me. Yes. <laughs> do so it, do it right, though. So, Brian, it's, dirty, it's yeah. dirty water. Atta boy. Okay. Bush. Oh, he had double a, he bush. Had, yeah, double pump there. Double bush. So, uh, muddy water, no oyster shell. Water is stained, or water is like it's it's muddy water. Muddy bottom, muddy water. You might have six inches nasty. of visibility. In it. Man, I love muddy waters. Man, he's a good man. man. I'm he's gonna a go with like, I'm gonna go with like, motor oil with a gold flake, or like that Mardi Gras flake that's got like that. It's almost like the flake that you have in the uh, in the. Um, Gosh, listen, I'm having a mental block. We here. have a pile yes. of baits on the Like that the reddish, table. yeah, like that reddish color set. That's like a Mardi Gras glitter, right? Is what they call it? Like the multicolor, mm -hmm. the reds, the blues. I think Mardi Gras is more like that, like that purple with yeah. that. Yeah, okay. So like motor oil, black, um, chicken on a chain. That's a good one. You so, know? so I think what See, we're, we're, we're looking at. What we're a chain, you think? Yeah, yeah. I think what we're looking yeah. at too is like if, if we have a wall, it may not be mu like muddy, it might be straight up like, oh, there's mud plumes in there, like a soft plume mud. Or it might be something that's super stratified where it's like it's the old tide. So this it is came like in. against the islands with a 30 mile wind, right. mile wind the day before. Right. And it's, it's some might may call it stratified. Top it may water. not be super mud. <laughs> <laughs> no, going top water. Chartreuse. I'm not going to throw Chartreuse, Chartreuse is probably Chartreuse. not a bad choice. No. Yeah. I'm not going to throw anything. This clear. No. I wouldn't either. Okay. No, but no. I'm still going to stick with the whites, the chartreuse, or even, I mean, I'm sticking what with that. What color is that with the yellow? Oh, like that. man. This is that good old Rufo special. That's oh, good. I, um, so <laughs> I do have a, like I, a I call it the, color. You're right. mm. I call it that, um, what's it called? Uh, Louisiana football. Uh, LSU? LSU color is what I call it. That purple <laughs> with that, that chartreuse tail. I will throw that, but besides that, I'm still throwing. Y'all should be throwing Crimson Tide anyway. I mean, <laughs> roll, roll, roll Tide. Roll Damn Tide. Same deal. So, and, and I think it also depends on what kind of fish you're going after too, right? So if it's a fish that, like, that relates to the bottom and he's looking up and he's an ambush predator, you're looking for that for that uh, profile up against the light. No? Are you shaking your head? No, he's just, he's a stacky. <laughs> like, he's, he's a stacky Stacy. Uh, Stacy. So if you've got, you know, trout like uh, last year during the, uh, the tournament, uh, the Which Tanger tournament? Classic. There it is. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Was a tournament Classic. Yes. The Tanger <laughs> Classic. Um, and, 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 and seriously, like, here's, I'm sorry to derail you again, Dave, but. But he, like we fished and just did whatever we were doing with the t little okay go pick this up for the tournament whatever but like Brian literally was there doing stuff the entire yes. weekend mm -hmm. no one asked him to do it and that's no no offense to you no. but like he just stepped up and wanted you to be a part of it you need tables let out and let me know it was you great I mean, surprising I'm like you know not because it's Brian but surprising because no one else did it you know <laughs> I mean I just you know I just my nature. And it's good stuff, man. I it got is. down there early. I was waiting on my buddy. I had nothing better to do. And it's like a stress ball. You guys had a lot of work to be done, and there was an extra <laughs> set of hands. So. so wait, you guys had dirty water? No, 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 no. What I was saying was, Sorry, what yeah, I was trying to get to is we were in a, in a relatively shallow area that had a lot of structure on the bottom, and we were using uh, what I would consider a bait on the darker side. It was, uh, it was a um, Z-Man. There you go. It was a Z-Man, the the deal, right? Do you know that color? The I deal? don't know that color. I'm not a Z-Man person. I, I do like the Z-Mans. Mm -mm. <laughs> not even touching it. Those consecutive listeners will get Brian it. just like, just get, he's like, ugh. Yeah, I'll tell you what, when I, when I first started talking to Brian, he was like, dude, he said, use what bait you want to use. Yeah. But I want you to want to use my bait. And, and, and that's, I don't think I really want to go anywhere else right now. Yeah. But I just never got into Z-Man. I really didn't. And 
I, I like them because of, that, of the toothy critters, you know? I don't deal with them much. I, I, I do get the bluefish here and there. The bluefish, the Spanish. And the trout yeah. even. The trout will destroy the, a plastic. But yep. yep. Um, so it was sandy bottom with some structure, some submerged stumps, clean clean water. It wasn't overly sunny because I do distinctly remember getting rained We got on. rained on hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it Sunday? It was it Sunday, just, Sunday morning, wasn't it? No. It was Friday. Friday. It was Friday. Saturday on. was beautiful. Sunday was I little, did not oh, fish. Because we were laying, we were Sunday, laying in Sunday the laid out. You, beautiful. Somebody fished Sunday. So I fished Saturday, we, Sunday. Okay, I fished Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Friday was a mess because I came down and added my Chinese food onto the roof because it was poor. I'm like, man, whoever's fishing today, I'm sorry. We fished Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Because we were laying in the tent Saturday morning. Or was it Friday or Saturday? I mean, well, no, 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 was no, no, Who was laying in the tent? We were not laying in the sun. No. I'm sorry. The people that <laughs> no, were. Uh, it was me and my son and mine. No. So, right. but we were. I was hollering to my cousin in the other tent, and um, uh, I'm having a brain fart now. Eric Bud. Eric Bud. Yes, Eric in the other tent. And we were like, dude, are we fishing there or not? And you could just hear thunder. Yeah. And you can just see the rain. I, I know Ray like, Ray fished uh, Friday, and he's like, he's texting me throughout the day. He's like, man, dude. you picked the great lay day <laughs> because we were over X Y Z, so far from home. I just want to go home. We were way south. Poor guy. Way yeah. south. And I was. You were further than we were. I mean, yeah. and not far, but you were. You were. You we were. It was down nasty there. down there. I know where. I know where way south is. We were. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was Adam and I. Chinese food on the deck. We were having a ball. Yeah, yeah, we were, I was at the Summers Cove uh, Motel, and we came out on that. The Shouts deck. out to Hitesh. Yeah. Hitesh, man. Thank Hitesh you so Hitesh much Hitesh. for all yeah. you do. We, we stepped out on the deck, and we saw all the lightning and stuff, and I looked at my buddy, and I'm like, are we calling this one in? <laughs> so, and he's so, like, so we, sorry, because it was right around that time where you mm -hmm. had to make your determination, sure. and we he's were, like, He's like, let's look on our phones. And I'm like, bro, oh, look at this. And the whole time that we were running out to, the, to where we were going to fish, it was straight into this monster. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So, Y'all so, really so, wanted to fish today? And I'm so, glad we yeah. did because it was a really good day. But yeah. So the week before, like, we're looking at it and, you know, we're going back and forth through texts. We're getting all these picture messages from all over the, the shore. And there's water spouts right where I, the boat is in the water. And I'm like, dude. Uh, this is going to be a bad weekend, but it, it turned out beautiful. <laughs> Friday was kind of a lost day, but, I mean, again, people capitalized on it. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, Friday evening, we pulled up to this spot and started fishing it, and there was a, a fair tide, and we had a... Maybe, there wasn't much tide all, all weekend, was no, there? I remember was that. It was real slow. So we, we had, like, 30 or 40 minutes left in, in uh, regulated fishing time. Started fishing. I wasn't catching much at first, and then found a, a pot of rockfish that were sitting on some structure, catching them, and then we started catching these trout. And it, it ended up being the two best trout fishing days. I know this warms your heart. Sunday. Sunday, I saw the... Them I mean, we went out before you, you rolled in from yeah. a different direction than we came in. And he was stacking chips, and we decided to go after the perch, Calcutta. And and we <laughs> yeah, missed. That's right. You did. We, you were watching us. And we there. and we yeah. and we missed it by like an eighth of an inch. It was crazy because we measured an eighth. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. All I can think about because we, we but we it was a two thousand dollar perch. You know, I mean, oh, that could yeah, have yeah. some serious. But this was relatively there. clean water, a very sandy bottom, mm -hmm. and the lure that was working was a dark lure. So you would have thought that a natural color lure mm -hmm. would work, right? But this was. A relative, because I was throwing a, a natural color lure on a lighter, probably like quarter ounce jig head, something like that. Uh, this, we talked the last podcast about doing a secondary ledge. I was working the secondary edge, yep. and they were not on the secondary ledge. Because <laughs> so. you were probably like 80 yards behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 80 to 100 and not, yards And not me. planned at all. I mean, we got out there pre-light. We're sitting there waiting for people to roll up on us. And uh, it just... Oh, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, I was looking at that guy. It's like Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So we, you know, the buddy of mine that I had with me was throwing a darker color. It was the Z-Man, the Deal, um, which is like a dark-backed lure. I got to see this thing. Yeah. <laughs> you piqued my interest now. <laughs> the Deal. Uh, and then there's another one that's like YS YSMR. Or so. I have no idea what it what it stands for. I mean, the thing is, you had Chuck Gordy on the boat, and that's, you just okay, step back. Yeah, let let, let the man perform. The... It's, it's like a greenish brown back. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like a silver belly, very dark back, right? So you would think a trout that most of the time when you're in structure relates to the bottom, he's looking up, he's an ambush predator, right. he's going to see that light colored belly against 
I guess it was overcast enough that he was seeing that silhouette. It was a very suppressed weather pattern. So it was a low coming in, but there was no wind, so there was fog a little bit. Yeah, it was very foggy yeah, a um, Saturday morning. Yes. Because yeah. I remember coming into that certain area, and I'm mm-hmm. like, there's going to be people here. There's going to be yeah. people here. And we pulled up there, and you could you had like 50 feet of visibility, and there was nobody there. I ran, I ran way, way south of that area, and it was a, it was a trek. Yeah. We made it, though. So we, we, put up, we put up 105 inches on the first day. We should have stuck to the plan. But <laughs> I forgot how out. many we put up. I mean, it was a good day. It was yeah, a good we, were, we were close. You and I were neck and neck, I think, and then for a little bit. <laughs> And then Carter pacing the dock, waiting for you and Jonah to get back mm. on Sunday. Jonah Corey, shout out, man. Hey, that's, yeah. my, that's my mate this year. So you we, got work to do, man. We had a, a lighter colored, you know, what would work, a lighter colored, uh, lightweight jig head in a shallow, sandy condition. They got no bites. But the heavier lure, the bigger bait, darker color, got all, I mean. Wait, wait, wait. How, how, how heavy? He was throwing a three-eighths. And I was throwing a quarter. So and he was it was a dark bait, so he was dragging the bottom. I mean like two, and, went, half, two right. and a half feet of water. No one I was gonna I was gonna ask how deep. That's yeah. crazy. For yeah. that, but there's there's also there, there's also like monster grass patties everywhere. Yeah, too. and stumps so, and all that. So so this is exactly like an offshore thing. So think about your boon birds and all that stuff. So yep. you're trolling over five hundred feet deep or whatever, <laughs> hoping for a surface bite, and you're going with blue, you're going with orange, you're going with the darker colors. So when the fish looks up or starts sounding up I mean, all they see is a so contrast up. over top mm-hmm. of the horizon, right. you know, the light-colored lo- sky versus, you know, putting a white boon bird out there where it's just going to blend into what they're looking up at. So. Yeah, but it was hand over fist, mid-20 specs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, you know, 25, 26, 27-inch fish. And then we went there and caught them on top water the next morning. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and it was amazing. So, so I talked to Dave, and I knew he was, was catching. I saw there was some action going on the, the, the deck of the boat, and I said, well... I said, the guys kind of want to go after perch. What do you think? And you're like, yeah. I said, I don't want to come over here and burn you guys out. So we I ran up. We had a really big one, too, but we huh? never thought about doing I'd have thrown sinkers at you. I know you would have. <laughs> a whole Folgers can full of them. This year, I will be doing perch. <laughs> I will do that. I'm telling you, like, participants are potential participants to our tournament. That's the percussants or whatever it's say. Percussants, that's in Virginia, right? No, we're talking to Magatha. So, big thing is, like, that's a big purse. I mean, that's a, that's a monster money for a, a bloody perch. You and know where, I mean? where, we, where we fished that day, I mean, we were way up in the Magathy. Like, way up in the Magathy. And they were there. You could mm-hmm. see them. I mean... Yeah. We, we hit them on a, a very specific time and specific spot that I had found on a... <laughs> A different, gosh, we're going to get in the weeds on this one. None of this would have mattered <laughs> if my wife hadn't disqualified my black drum. Oh, well. You know? Well, see, we, there, there was no black drum about. category. So. <laughs> she got arms crossed back there, man. I don't know. 30-inch black drum. 30-inch black drum. That may have been my wife. I'm sorry. It, it so was full, full, wife full disclosure, my wife and, and Dave's wife, Leslie and Lindsay, last year, were in charge of judging, and we looked at each other the day before we launched and kind of pre-fished. We're like, "There's no bloody way we're going to win this tournament." Huh? So, Leslie, is there a black drum category this no. year? No, there's a drum. I would like to. Um, oh, pick! I hear her in my headphones. Hey, there. Leslie, what's up? Do not want them in the tournament. There is so there is a theory that He's I not may. That. <laughs> there, there is a theory that I may or may not at a tournament planning committee. Uh, Suggested that black drum not be an eligible species, and then I may have gone out and caught a good one, and I may have been upset about the fact. It, that it wasn't just one one <laughs> meeting; it was multiple meetings. Yeah, because it was brought up more than one time. <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds like you're on your own. I am, I am, and it was a it was a hell of a fish. It was really really nice. It was nice. delicious. It we was ribs. We did. We we, we, we fried up the ribs, and they are crunchy like chicken skin, baby. Like I said, Carter really was, good. Carter was scared to death when you all pulled up. He was like, "What? What were they doing?" And he was like. Dad, look at their black drum. And I'm like, well, I don't think it counts. Yeah. <laughs> it counted in my belly. That's about it. But, I mean, you even had an interesting lead up into the tournament. You were catching puppy drum and sheep's head. Like I you, was. You were, you were hitting every species going up into the tournament. So I was kind of forced. I was kind of forced to have to go target the, the pups uh, because we did... <laughs> We did change, yeah. <laughs> we did change the format because the the first year of the tournament, the Bull Reds really, really took over. Uh, they really took over the show. So, and, and that was the first year of the tournament, and people um, figured out the game, right? So they went and caught these bulls. We figured out, all right, well, that's not going to work because not everybody knows 
how to go find them. Not everybody can go find I'm them. Say not, that's, that not, was the biggest thing with me because I couldn't get out there that day. Right. And not everybody's willing to go find them. Uh, kayak guys are not doing that. Mm-hmm. No, well, they can, but it's a, it's a home run swing for them because yeah. they got to go to a, a you have far to commit, flung you have to commit to it fully. area. Yeah, and they're not going to catch anything else that that um, is going to matter long term. So, yeah, we changed it so that uh, the bull reds were in a separate category. So now I've got to go find these pups. Good job. Thanks. And I did. <laughs> yeah, and I did. <laughs> And uh, so did Kyle. That's Kyle's not. He's he's being. Uh, I'm being bashful. modest tonight. I'm listening tonight. He's I'm being bashful. Tonight. No, we we um. <laughs> Steve with the soundboard. Man, the, there's there's pups in. I'm telling you, and, and it's so much fun because you can see these fish eat your bait. Yeah. And yeah, we had to this past year. I was worried because we were in a john boat most of the time because it was that shallow where we were fishing, and I had to put the trolling motor in the back of the boat on and push pole to get the hell out of where we were. Because it <laughs> and, was so, and whose I mean, John boat was this? This is Carter's. Uh-huh. Carter's. There's a little 10-year-old. Yeah. Thank God. I was fishing the same area, and the tide was... The fishing didn't get good. I'll take one of those. Hmm? Thank you, sir. Good? I'm good. good. Okay. Good. The fishing... When the tide was high, the fishing was horrendous. And I was like, God, man, Kyle... Well, see, no, no, no. We did really well on the high tide. It was bad. But we went way... I can't do. I can't. No, don't. Just don't. <laughs> we were. Yeah, I get it. But when the tide got low, and I was literally fishing, when I started feeling the front of my boat touch the bottom, I would back they it. Run that edge. Yeah. Oh so God. I would back it five or ten feet off and start fishing again, and then the boat would start hitting the bottom again, and it was just, it just making the tide force me out. And these fish were. I mean, we're talking upper slot pups. I mean, some. You, some were over some were, some were, but some could, were under slot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there was a, um. <laughs> with this so, but my thing is, you could you could run those banks and you can see where they're gonna be because there's only certain certain places when that tide gets to a certain height that they can get in mm-hmm. and they're gonna get in there way before anything else can and they stack. What, right what's great there. is we don't have to decipher whether it's reds or mullet. And that's amazing. At yeah. the moment, it's going to change, I'm sure, but it's cool that you don't have to make that. Yeah, because when we were in South Carolina, oh, it's like you oh, that's mullet. I'm like, well, sure. I still want to catch them. Yeah. And it's they like a four, like it's a 14 inch mullet. But I mean, you say that though, and I did see a 14 inch mullet. We have up a, in the creek. We have a very, we have a very 14 inch mullet at the store in Laurel on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> Stay, leave, leave it out of it, Laurel, Delaware. All right, so then let's bring Brian in. Brian used to fish. <laughs> Brian um, used to have a mullet. Used to fish Ocean City <laughs> in, in past conversations. This is not the segue that I wanted to be a part of. Uh, this is not in my term paperwork that I signed when I walked in here. This was off limits. Oh, somebody just pulled But out. you you fished Ocean City a lot, you said. I did growing up. A long time ago. Yeah. Um, unfortunately... Um, the fishery, I don't think the fishery, the fishery down there is as healthy as it was when I was a kid. Gosh, Gosh, Ocean City, <laughs> I think I touched on it last last podcast. It's like every time I go there, I regret going there. Man, but when you go there and it's real, it's real. I and, get it. And it's, it's crazy good when it's good. But like you said, the past few times I've been, mm. I mean, it, it's it's mediocre at best. But it's so much pressure, man. And the more construction that happens there, the water quality goes down. You know, right, well, they're, are they dredging? No. What are they, what are they doing there? What is that? Well, I think they were. They took out what? This was this summer or the year before last. About what Dog and Bitch Island or whatever was taken <gasps> out. Mm. That's what it was called. I don't I don't know. Know. It had an American flag. Had on the it. flag on yeah. it. Yeah. And then he named it a bird sanctuary. But again, it was a spoil. And then it went away. So when they, dred- I mean, they dredge it every year regardless, so the bigger boats can get in and out. In and out. But I mean, the spoil islands. I mean, there's there's nothing to it. There's no like grass or anything. It may take, you know, thirty or forty years for that to actually grow up, and it may do it. But right now, it's just sand. It's every just time, sand I, well, every time I fish Ocean City and actually done well, it's always been on depth transitions. It's never grass, never structure. It's right. always yeah, just just a little something different or warm water runoffs. Just and that's, top, and that's about topographic, it. you know, place. Mm-hmm. It's not n- nothing holding them there. Yeah, it's it's not what I remember it being. No, I mean, you used to, you were telling me story when I went and picked up these the base the other. I mean, you were telling me how you all used to do really well, like especially with flounder. Yeah, I mean, living a flounder down there. The where, trout at night. 
You have the, the trout at night under the lights. Those days are gone. Yeah. I mean, you you would catch. You know, they still get the shad run in the spring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can go down there and get on a good shad run if you want. But, um, <clears throat> you know, blues were always consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, that you would catch some some nice rockfish down around the bridge, <laughs> and they're still there. But it's not the numbers that they used to be. It's um, I, there was a day last year, me and my buddy, there was a bait ball of peanut bunker that went from Hoopers to the drawbridge. Shoo. And it was the biggest bait ball we had and ever nothing seen. nothing on it. There was nothing underneath That's it. That's crazy. Like, you know, we are casting on both sides, trying to hit it from all kinds of angles, different depths. We couldn't catch a, we couldn't get a bite. Other boats would pull up next to us. They're casting, nobody's catching. Fun side note on Hoopers. My, my mother's family's from Hooper's Island. My brother-in-law, who is from, uh, where's he from? Damascus, Maryland. Yeah. He thought that my sound effects. Hit it. I want you to touch Which my one, button. Is it this one right here? No, the greeny guy. Oh. There you go. Damascus. And the whole soundboard over, too. Oh, Lord. Um, so he's from Damascus. He knew my family was from Hooper's Island. He puts two and two together and thinks that my family is from where Hooper's Crab House is because that's Hooper's Island. Hooper that's Crab the family. Well, I was going to say, like, you're in the wrong area. <laughs> there's <laughs> a family estate. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, that's the Hooker Palatia yeah. Palace. We burned it down a few years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Fish Pal sat there, the ex mayor of the city, ex fire yeah. chief of the city sat there and, like, so I know, no, you know that place has no AC? Really? You don't need it. Dude, you know I've never once been in there? Yeah. I, I'm here, we went, I've been there one time, and we, we were, we were out there Le- clamming. Is Leaky Pete still out there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fun. We were, we were out there clamming, <laughs> just messing with our feet, you know, grabbing uh, big chowder clamps. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> what's listening. happening? You were in the wrong spot for clamming well, anyway. Well, we were picking well, up big, the big, spot. Uh, we can do it. Right off of uh, Bahia Marina. There's a big old flat. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the clams you can take. Well, they're, they're there, too. Sure. But uh, anyway, my point was, you go, you go, you go um, the street we were like, plenty there. Too. We were like, we, we want some Bayside, plenty of clams. Jamaica, USA, mom. Yeah. <laughs> but we were like, we want some clams, so we came hey. up there. Then we went. She was like, I want crabs, so we went up there. Also, walked right in. Secrets. Sure. I'm not even going to talk anymore. Get no, no, secrets. Oh, come on, come on, the, come on. The people want it. The people want it, Kyle. Send it, Come on, for everybody for Kyle. I think it was like 98 degrees outside that day. And we walked in there, no AC, open, and they had a fan just doing this. And I'm like, we were dying. He's, he's using his hand, signifying an oscillating I mean, fan. Uh, yes. And, but my, <laughs> so people, we were, people were actually side. fighting over the fans that, that who could get the fans on bridge. them. Did you, uh, Did you go to Harborside after that? No. But I think every time I've ever been to Harborside. You, you, you go to Harborside, you drive down there, divert 707. Well, this COVID mess has been cl- closing them up every. They're other wide year. open, babe. They weren't, because they had an outbreak. <gasps> Dustin Hoffman, I love that movie. Mm. <laughs> the monkeys. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> They're great. Yeah. Was that Jodie Foster? Who was the chick in that movie? No, oh, I'm thinking Jodie Foster's in a lot of the movies. I don't know. I can't remember. She's in uh, the uh, Silence of the Lambs. Stuff. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. No, it she definitely tra- wasn't her. She drives a five-liter Mustang. Oh. <laughs> I'm uh, catching the fish on this color with the ragtop downs, her hair can blow. <laughs> I, I, I'm catching the fish on this color this year. Are here is in the watercolor. I like it. It's very American of you. I'm going to do yeah, it. Very like red, it. white, Brian. Blue. You are a patriot. You that's are. A, that's what I can say. I like yeah. it a lot. So I saw a um, an article on the old. A friend of mine is texting me asking me if I ever eat fish liver. What say you? I've done Don't it. do it. I've done it. Yeah? I've done it. Do you know how much they like go through? Isn't that pate? It seems like a great way That's to get the, the mercury that you need. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, eat it every well, day, I mean, but think, I've done th- it. Think <laughs> uh, hearts, livers, I've done it. Well, well, it was on a dare also, but it wasn't happening. With, with a nice Chianti and some fava beans. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, to me, man, that that's the fish's filter. I mean, what is it, dime size, quarter size? Uh, so, but, but you'll eat that cow liver and your chicken oh, livers? absolutely. Cheeks meat. Oh, Cheeks God. meat. Cheeks meat. And the cola. <laughs> so, anyway, no, I, I saw this. I moved this, on the deer heart, anyway. I saw this article on the it's old Facebook it's today, awesome. for better or for worse. The Book of Faces. The Book of Faces. Oh, we're we're going to do this now? Yeah, we're going to get okay. into this. All right. All right, you ready? Yep. So, this, um, guys, if, if you, I know... If for all ten of you that listen to the first podcast, tens you'll, know, <laughs> you'll know that we all proclaim what fish we uh, like to chase the most. Mine was cobia. Kyle's was uh, the mush fish, aka speckled <laughs> trout. 
And then Steve uh, said I, I had to pick the rockfish. He went rockfish. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what's yours? What's your favorite when you do get to fish? No pressure. I don't know. I like Specs, man. Specs. See, okay. see, I knew oh, I liked this guy. God. I, I, I just. Is there something different about him? And you can argue all you want. I but mean, say what you want. You're, you're paying his son's tuition to college right now. So we've got to do what you got to do. So um, Steve said he likes striped bass, rockfish, whatever you want to call them. So there is an organization called Stripers Forever. Uh, there's a long article here that I that I read, and there's some pretty. What, what they're saying is they're they're asking the ASMFC, Atlantic States Marine Fishery Commission, which uh, thanks for that. Uh, that helps set regulations for coastal saltwater species from I think it's Maine as far Maine, as definitely Maine to Virginia. I don't know if parts of North Carolina participate or not. So there is a Southern States Marine Fish Marine yes. Fishery Commission, and the ASMFC has been. Uh, <laughs> Kyle is taking lures off the table and hiding them. Um, I think he's trying to open them without, he, without he's, making He's being really noise. silent about it because everyone can hear you. So they, they, they have uh, they've been most noticeable with cobia and I think rockfish, mm -hmm. right? So and also um, um, bait species and high, highly migratory species as well. Yeah, it's because he moved. No, no, I, it's like a there's a clicking. Yeah. There you go. It got, oh, no, it's number two. So anyway, ASMFC, uh, the Stripers Forever is asking the ASMFC to consider some changes. One of them, and, and a lot of these men are... Stripers Forever is also an organization that called for this, the striped bass to become a game fish. Yeah, so they're still calling for that. So some of the other things, just bullet point it real quick, and I want you guys to kind of tell me what you think about this. First of all, they are calling for a moratorium coastal and bay waters no recreational or commercial harvest for 10 years 10 years uh seasonal closures no targeting striped bass in traditional spawning areas such as the hudson river and uh and that's going to be enforced by local authorities on adding on top of that a 25 dollars striped bass stamp like a duck stamp to go fish for rockfish is that all rockfish as a whole or is that rockfish per so remember when the during the moratorium, which we'll get to in a minute, mm -hmm. um, you also had a tag for a rockfish, right. whereas whether it was a deer or turkey, whatever, you know, you would also... So there's actually there's actually a, uh, a push to do that with uh, bull reds. So people want to want to do like a tag, almost like a big game tag, right. for it to go out and kill a bull red. Well, cool, charge them $600 a oh, tag. Yeah, man, I just, why, I don't know, I don't know why you'd want to eat one of them. You got, you got the, no. any western state, states and you're, you're, for your hunting license and tag, you're, you're talking six, six plus, $600 plus? Yeah. Okay, cool. Put your money where your mouth is. Let's, yeah. let's do $600 per bull. So if, you want, if you want to harvest a bull, that is. So the $25 is supposed to fund uh, better MRIP data, which it has historically had a lot of uh, detractors from whether or not that data is, uh, is good or not. Um, they also want to ban the commercial gillnet fishery, coastal and bay, and adopt a hook and line only fishing. Do it. Yeah, if for commercial harvest. Uh, they want to include a metric to account for, now listen to this, account for commercial release discard mortality, including bycatch and poaching. So that means that they catch a poacher, like, it was like, what, a five, four, five, six years ago when they had that gill net, that illegal gill net that killed, I mean, just truckloads of rockfish. Now, that, sorry, go ahead, Dave. Yeah, that would, that would count against the commercial fishermen, so, I mean, that's an attempt to get the commercial guys to police themselves. But weren't they ghost nuts, though? They didn't have any kind of markings on them. Right, I, I get all, it, but I it was still going to go against nuts. the, yeah, I mean. Oh, so it's just like an off, off the quote. Uh, and and yeah. I'll, I'll say this, too, like, and again, I'm, we'll get in the, the small parts of it, but, I mean, tending to your nets, it's, it's like if you're a commercial fisherman, it's, it's your livelihood, so you should. But also, commercial fishing for rockfish is the most regulated. Right. Um, that's that's how they're getting real data because they have to show their harvest because they are boarded. Yeah. And I'm not this right, wrong, or indifferent. It, it's the truth. Um, but also, you know, nets that aren't tended to or illegally placed in certain seasons. Mm -hmm. I came up on one that was adrift and it had. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. You, what'd you find in that net? So it had a couple of giant sea turtles in it. Right. And my, my, we stopped. We were going to a certain location and I stopped. But I smelled anyone that's in the know, you can start smelling certain fish when right. they're feeding. And it smelled like that, and we had a giant turtle floating. 
anyway, you know, going to the end of the net, we got it, kept pulling it up inch by inch or whatever. We had a couple of turtles stuck in it, um, and we we got them free. But I also reported the net too, is where it had no markers on it, it had no commercial ID, no license, no nothing on it. It was so, just a, it was just a drift. So, you yeah. know, and again, I'm not against commercial fishing by any means, I guess. But it also it's one of the most regulated ones fisheries that is. But also, it's it's kind of a dying breed. I mean, there's people that make their livelihood that way. But you know, is it right, wrong, or different? I don't know. But it's it's one of the most highly regulated things locally here. So. It is a it is a unique thing where, say, if you were to, if you were to compare it to a farmer, sure, farmer owns the land, right? Right. A commercial fisherman, that's a public resource, sure. So, I mean, what other what other industry relies on a, a publicly held resource, right? But I think what's also to remember uh, is important to remember is is you have a tree si- farms, tree farms, publicly held resource mm-hmm. on public on public lands like certain parts yeah. of the country. Yeah. Yeah. They use that public land yeah. to harvest timber. I mean, locally, well, the, the Chesapeake, uh, the Chesapeake forestry lands. stuff. Yeah, yeah. All that, I mean, that, it, it, it backs up to our hunt club. I mean, Delaware does that with trees, and you can hunt that state property. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think there's also lottos in certain, you know, where they're <laughs> harvesting trees. I think you can do. I think the one that butts up to our hunt club has like. Either a lottery or like a handicap hunting yeah. thing to where mm-hmm. they can go out and do regulated things. Um, but also you have to remember too, recreational, which as a charter captain, I'm still held to a recreational standard licensing and my Creole is still... Creole? Creole. Creole. My, oh, yeah. Creole. Creole. my Creole limit is still held to a recreational angler, even though we were able to catch and keep one more per person per day. Mm. If we report and participate in the online thing, but uh, what we have to remember too is recreational anglers. That's like ninety percent of what we're going after here. There's a lot more people <coughs> that are recreational versus commercial, and I'm not. I'm neither. I'm, I'm all for like turning everything back. So. so is that the end of that? No. There's so there are a couple other things. One, again, any kind of uh, black market um, illegal catch would go against the quota, which would obviously hurt your legal commercial fishermen for the rockfish. Uh, they're going to tighten down on lifetime bans. I actually do know, he's passed now, but I do know a waterman who received a lifetime ban from Maryland DNR and had to go up to New Jersey and fish. Pretty rough. Um, but he deserved it. I probably shouldn't say that. but you know. no, I mean, if you do that, I mean, yeah. Um, so the other thing was, now get this, for you topwater fishermen, uh, they're going to limit treble hooks to one per artificial lure. Now what, can you do two singles? So that would be the idea. You would do a single and a, tr- and a treble on the tail end, I would think, or two singles, uh, and then require barbs on all artificial lures <laughs> to be flattened or have barbless hooks. So th- this is what we're looking at. They but want that, the wording on that is if what is it? How do they word the barbs? Require barbs on artificial lures when to be used flattened for used for bass. striped bass. So you're gonna have what retractable barbs? No, you like, need to start working on that. No. <laughs> so, so, so my thing so is when you make when you make something as murky as that in a provision, right. then guys are gonna quickly say, "I'm targeting specs. I can't yep. help it if they're." But the then you run into you run into what the DNR that you came across mm-hmm. that right. day how he wants to see it. Right. So one day he's like, oh, well, you're... you're so I, I think there's a lot of stuff in there that you, when you come down to the, the... I think it's it's great that you want to get behind ideas like that, but, you know... I, I think a how, lot of it comes down... How would it ever be enforced? Exactly. How is it interpreted? It comes down it? to enforcement. I mean, yeah. again, I'm not, you know, anti-law or whatever, but mm. also I think it's just, you know, you only have so many DNR officers out on patrol, boats, cars, whatever, over land... I have friends in the DNR, and it's just like, how can you, you know, cloister? Is that a word? That's a good word. Oh. You know, the, the illegal activity. Pastor, <laughs> yeah, think about everything they're working about. You know, they're, they're, they're looking at a whole bunch of, a long list of stuff now, and there's so much in the DNR regulations that they need to know. The book is so thick yeah. that now all of a sudden you're just piling a whole bunch mm-hmm. of regulations. Yeah, but you know what you can't, is that 10-year moratorium is pretty black and white. Man. So, here you go. Yeah. So and I mean, four, how, yeah, how, old the, is your, how old is your? So son then, my right question now? is: my is it a ten-year? So, is yeah, it a ten-year memoratorium? But then, what's the twenty-five dollars stamp? Is that just going to go on every? So we're going to pay twenty-five dollars to collect more data on a fish that we can't target. I mean, the way it reads is they want to shut down catch and keep for for the next decade. And then once it comes in, 
then you're twenty five dollars. Remember the rock permits back in the day? Mm -hmm. That's what it. Pretty so much I grew up during they the last moratorium. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's not on my target. Too. It's not on my favorite f species to target because I grew up not being able to target it. Yeah. So so I grew up on a trout run in Ocean City. So you ask me what's my yeah. favorite fish? It's just I have a longer history with that fish. The, 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 the crazy thing is right now though is if they were to shut that down, I'd everything say, else is going to get. Well, but seventy-five percent of the bay doesn't have everything else. Like, say True. you live in, I don't know, Edgewater, or you live in, I don't know, name the Magathy. What if you the live Magath on the Magathy? Yeah, right, right. So then that twenty-five Pasadena is going to get pounded. Two eleven yeah, twenty-two so in the like, house. So what are you going to go chase after now? Perch and blue cat. So I have yes. <laughs> I have a so I have a bigger issue when we go to this this extreme in any situation because I don't think it, you're looking at the total problem as a whole. What are we going to do with the Manhattan catch, catches? Right? right. How are you know if you're going to let the rockfish get that big and swell the numbers up, what are they going to feed on? You're going to destroy your crab, your 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 sure. watermen and the crabs, right? Yeah. They're going to have to feed on something. I will say that. So if that you're allowing man. all the Manhattan to be caught and all that stuff, and you're going to commercialize that. You're gonna allow the fish to get big. They gotta eat something. They're gonna take out another thing and create another set of problems. I don't think it would be so much the fact that the fish are there. I think if you didn't have everything else going on with the Menhaden. Exactly. But then, how, how often did you see perfectly healthy bunker schools this fall? And you not, didn't. Not getting fed on. <laughs> well, okay, I, I I'm, I'm thinking of Big bunker. I'm talking about like fall bunker schools in the in the in the Magathy. Yeah, like yes, typical like like typical pattern where the bait you know water cools down, bait washes out to the yeah. mouth of the river. Everybody's staged up, and you're seeing bait. I mean, I can I know I took my sister and her significant uh, her boyfriend whatever. I don't know, who knows. So <laughs> uh, friendies with Benny's. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, he he, he does listen to this podcast. Uh, he says he's going to when we release it. So shout out, listener! Shouts out to Justin. Justin, you're the man. Yeah. Thank you for listening. He's listening right now. Wow. Because see, we're when he listens, he'll be listening right we're, now. We're kind of in your head right now, right. Justin, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Oh my god. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> so so um, I took her and him and my wife out fishing, and we had all kinds of bait at the mouth of the river, and and nothing underneath of them. Nothing. Yeah. And we had to move around, move around. And there were dinks, little dink rockfish, but your typical bush, your typical uh, fall pattern, the bait was there, but the fish weren't. And that was really disturbing because, like, two years ago, I had rockfish in the same place that were hitting the water like cannonballs. Now, my wife was having, like, literally one of the worst migraines I've ever seen her have. Deal with it, Leslie. We were both thinking about killing each other. Like <laughs> I wanted to keep catching the fish. <laughs> she was. She was like, "I'm. I'm good. I'm not having this." Like she was not having a good day. And th these were like really big fish, blowing up on the surface. And they were they were eating bunker. I didn't see that this year like I used to see it. So all right, go ahead. Go. Uh, I've fished a certain body of water, and we had that transition. Anybody fished with me? There's a transition for you. Steve has successfully transitioned. The transition. Uh, oh my God, we just got demonetized. <laughs> it's fun. It's hey, listen. We'd have to be first monetized. I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't worry about it. We monetized the hell out of this one, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you didn't lose a sponsor. You don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, that's why we brought you here. You can't leave until, you know. But we, we fished a certain school where we had rain bait and we had bunker peanuts doing the thing. So there is a, um, there's a transition. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Into, you know, the bait kind of gives way to the bigger bait. So How does it identify? Well, it, it's up to the bait, really. <laughs> and it's up, and, and when they're born, yeah. and, they don't know yet. And You'll you, give them time and, to and make their decision. And it's, it's your fault if you screw it up. So. Okay. But anyway, but like there's, like Dave said, there's there's certain things you key in on, you know, certain bait. So it, it presents a certain way on, on the stream. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at your fish finder, it presents a certain way. Mm -hmm. But I don't... Hashtag I don't, hummingbird. It's true. So I think <laughs> on topic, guys. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. But you, you know, you see, you. I'm kind of with Dave. You didn't see the super big bait. You saw peanuts a lot, and I mean, we're, peanuts are what, what three to six inches, maybe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like anything over than that would be your regular, you know, bunker, Manhattan, pogies, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So 
it was. It's just. I think it's a state of the union as you're out there doing it. You're just kind of noticing things where it's. It's there's a there's definitely something changing. There's right, a major so cause and effect happening in there, and I don't know if always going to the extreme with one thing and not looking at the entire complexity of the situation as a whole. Yeah, actually solves anything. So I, I would I would toss it out there that I think maybe climate wise the rockfish's time is behind it. Could be. I mean, I mean well, I, I think that I think I think we're overselling the Chesapeake and how much of a major importance it is with the spawning and not looking at the latest trends that up in the Delaware Bay and other parts of southern New Jersey they're getting a bigger trend. spawn. They're not coming as far south right. anymore. They're having I mean. they're, they're having crazy bites in shallow water up north in Maine and, yep. and all those you know, where they actually have flats and all that stuff. Yep. They're having like historic crazy like new fisheries emerging and like we're kind of losing it so i think everything's kind of transitioning again <laughs> a little north where and well, we talked about we talked about last we need last to get you at the thesaurus and get that one he's out of testing here me yes, with he this. no I'm, I'm, I'm it's bait yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm masturbating dave <laughs> Jesus. these rockfish return back to where they're born right. and if you look at the past like how many years where we've had horrible Hatches. Recruitment, yeah. I mean, horrible. Mm -hmm. So, what, 2011, 2015 were decent years? 2011 was crazy, but mm -hmm. 15 was okay. But since then, I mean, we're at 21. So, so as it declines, you're going to have less and less and less fish returning here. Mm -hmm. And not just like when it happens in 2020. That's going to take a while before those fish leave the bay. They got to get 30 inches before they leave the bay and become yeah. so if you're, migratory. You're, if you're going out and you're, you're catching your limit, Yes. Then you're not allowing the bigger fish to ever get So here's anyway. my thing. If I, you leave the females alone and only keep the males, maybe then you'll get into something. But there's there's a whole industry based on targeting, you know, uh, you know, trophy size fish. Yeah. And it's like again, I'm you can't, you know, be a charter captain and say, well, you know, I don't do that, and whoever does is terrible. That's not fair. I mean, they're just trying to do their... It's a business. It is what it is. It, right. is. Not, it doesn't make it right, wrong, or indifferent, but no, you, can, you can also exercise that, well, I'm not going to target them. I mean, at that time of year, especially down here, there's more species and more of them to target that's a hell of a lot more fun than a 45-50-inch yeah, you know, rockfish. When you're just not saying. looking at the whole situation, and I know North Carolina shut their season down, Virginia shut their season down, other states have done it, but if the whole everybody that shares the same resource that right. doesn't know state boundaries doesn't know federal boundaries right. Right. if you don't get everything in alignment it's regardless of whatever sure. you do here they've got to go through a danger zone in their migratory right. path it's yeah. where they may not have the regulations. To pay Paul Every, everything have, right. is danger zone because sure. i mean when yeah. they start up there there's no let up on any of those fish uh, those no. jersey guys hammer they hammer them because yep. they hang out there longer than i think well, they catch else. they get they get them in two runs they're getting yeah. it yeah. they're they're I, I believe they're allowed to keep them in the spring run and back in the fall run. Yeah. i mean you so have you have headboats targeting trophy size rockfish i mean it just is what it is i mean and i wonder i mean this i've got no scientific Data, it's just my own geekish mind. You, you know? didn't come here with any scientific data? <laughs> Not on this pretend. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need books. We need books. But, so, so when you notice that the, the great white sharks, they're starting to become more prominent in Cape Cod, and that's mm -hmm. the same cove habitat that the rockfish are spending their summers, like, that's a big fish that needs yeah. to eat. Like, yeah. Well, how, how, how much are getting chewed up just through natural predation? Well, did you see the video of the one where the guy was reeling in yeah. and a great white yeah. aired on yeah. one right behind the boat? Yeah. Well, well, again, I'm not Ugh. a scientist. I'm none of our scientists, but I, I, I think you start seeing that, you know, they <laughs> have seal yeah, like, seal predation uh, on, you know, great whites doing it. Where, like, you can't have, like, a 20-inch rockfish, a 30-inch rockfish to sustain a, you know, 3,000-pound animal. Yeah, but you, they're you, opportunistic, but the, too. Yeah, sure. Then, and that's why there's more human then, human attacks and all that stuff. I don't think, I don't think that great whites have any, 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 they don't have a dog in this fight. I think it's fish, us, it's, it's period. I yeah. mean, and I think that I don't think we need a moratorium for 10 years. Right. That's yeah, my that stance. That seems awful aggressive. So what I think we need to do, aggressive. look at the red drum. So I'm, bless I'm right there with you, man. Like, so Just this, make a slot limit so and, the, and let the big girls go. So, yeah. so Dave, explain. And like, it's going to go against what you said, but, but, but I see, think everyone has their own opinion. So, I mean, it just... It, yeah, and I think... I think the the greater numbers in the harvest, I think you're getting you're taking less of the big matures out in a trophy season than you are when you're allowing everybody to take limits yeah. across both industries for that longer period of time. You're doing more damage to the what could to, be to 
to the the biomass as a whole than by just saying, okay, well, we'll let the big girls go. But if we're not allowing the offspring of the big girls to actually develop, you know, it's, I think the numbers on the catch from DNR to reports is we're doing more damage with the smaller fish than we are with the bigger fish. Yeah, True. We, we have a tale of two cities here <laughs> with the reds and the, and the striped bass rockfish. So these, these reds, since I want to say, correct, correct me if you know or correct me if you're wrong, but I want to say the early 90s, the bull reds were protected. Late I, 80s? I think it was uh, like late 70s through the 80s into the 90s. When when you could keep them. Yes. Right, I'm saying. Well, we're talking slot, down south, right? I'm talking about Virginia, Here, uh, Maryland. Gotcha. Like the slot was was enacted, I want to say early 90s, late 80s. Sounds right. I could be wrong. But you can't keep one over 27, 27, 20, 27 inches. inches. Yeah. So it's 18 to 27, mm -hmm. right? Pups, you can keep those. Anything beyond that is protected, and these these big redfish are there. I don't want to say year round, but I wouldn't count it out. You know what I mean? Like I, I know last podcast we talked about them migrating east west, deeper water, blah blah blah. But these fish are there from April to October at least in in Virginia and Maryland, and come as high as far up as Chop Tank River, I mean, Pop, Poplar Island, Poplar and Island. I'm not, I'm yeah. not, no bullshit. For real, was, Poplar yeah, Island. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, sightings of them up on surface, cruising around, you know, yep. marauding bait and all that and stuff. And this past year, I, I know of a guy uh, in Annapolis who caught a pup off his dock. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, they were catching they were, them in the middle they, river. Well, so yeah. they were catching pups like yep. crazy up there. Yep. They were also catching a certain fish. Off the South River too, and he's seen that as well. Yeah, the uh, oh, we're we gonna name that fish. It's a certain color, and they're 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 shiny, royal. So oh yeah, the the silverish king. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. And it was at a weird time of year too. Gotcha. So there's again, I think the the whole takeaway too is the transition. It was a big shad. It was a big shad. So, well, I mean, much, they were catching them much, trolling much this last year. Much yeah, trolling did you for, see that one, that dude, one video? Crazy. They mean, were losing their minds on that fish. I would have, yeah. too. Yeah. too. Yeah. That was a big one. It was a big, big tarpon. So, I said it. Damn it. <laughs> but it leads to what we were talking about. So African Papana? So two, two things in my mind. Though. One, I think as unless there's a major, major change in the climate, Rockfish. I mean, I remember as a kid being able to catch sizable rockfish through the summer. <coughs> mm -hmm. The water is really warm now, and the oxygen level is low, and the water quality is better than it was at one point. But what's it isn't their, um, great. What's their tile? Isn't it eighty-five dollars? Eighty-five dollars. Yes. yes. Eighty-five degrees. <laughs> is there tolerable? Tolerable. 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 I guess. I've not had this much to drink, guys. I don't know what's going on. Tolerable temperatures. Say, can you say? Minimum aluminum. Minimum <laughs> aluminum. I did okay. say it. I did say it. Uh, but, I mean, I think it's 85 degrees. Is there is there tolerable? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Anything above that is 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 is. What I'm getting at is there can, there's one other large species that has a high population in this bay that can manatees. Yes, manatees <laughs> uh, that can thrive in muddy, low oxygen environments and eat almost anything. You know, and that's that's the red drum, and they're protected. The big ones are protected. So you've got the rockfish that needs cleaner, cooler, higher oxygen water. They're more, their their food is a little bit more specific, uh, and and the big ones can be killed. So you've got these species are going in two different directions. The way that the bay is going, in my opinion, right now, benefits the red drum. Yes, it does. Not so much the rockfish. Now, do you think like the per people who are proposing to have this bull season or tag or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think should do it. But, uh, totally, I agree with you, but there, are they seeing like a decline in the you know, trophy class rockfish and they're trying to defer that to yes. a different? Money, 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 money. Yeah, well exactly. that's the other thing, the cobia are gonna take it right on and, the and head. We're not, and we're not against, that's, yeah, absolutely. We're not against tackle shops selling XYZ hoof or you know, this bait or that bait. I mean, Brian's in that industry. We're not yep. trying to, like, you know, OG eels going out, like, oh, well, I want to catch monster bulls. Cool. But I don't think that's the answer to take the pressure off a of rockfish, is to put it no. on another species that has been re no. revived. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, my dad used to keep, he has pictures of fish that are 
Huge. I'm going to tell you right now, as a manufacturer, I ain't shaving the barb off of nothing. Sure. <laughs> That's your problem. Yeah, and right. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't do that. I, right. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, so well, how is that can't. enforcement? You know, if, if because of the way that they're wording it is, you know, you can't target a rockfish with a barb, but you can still target it with a bluefish with or a barb. Or a speckled trout. And, and, that's, so, and that's the argument. So now there. you're going to make it, you know, that's going to be the debate. The first time a DNR guy shows up to a boat and he goes, mm -hmm. I'm not fishing for rockfish. Look at my cooler. I don't even have one in there. Right. Yeah, but you know how many of you thrown back that you've caught with a barb? It's it's, it's discretion, you know, how, you and you know, can't you leave laws that? at discretion, and that's yeah, what it, and you, you can't, can't enforce it. It's unenforceable, and and that's the problem. There's so there's so few um, Leos out there that you just can't spread. I mean, we just have you know what's it, thirteen trillion gallons of water or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like I know this, it translates to what thirteen hundred square miles of shoreline. Like that's that's significant. I mean, that's that's a lot of place to, you know ensure that people are doing the right thing. And again, what's right in, in your book is fine, but I think you have a lot of new people coming to this, this sport, this lifestyle, this whatever you want to say, and they want to make a name for themselves as far as like, oh, look what I call it. It's a caveman thing. Get your lizard brain all activated. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. We've all done that. There's nothing wrong with that. But also, like, you get to a certain point where, okay, you have kids or children or whatever you want to do, and that's great, but you you have to realize what's important. Like, release this fish or whatever. Take your pictures. Right. Do all that stuff. Smartphones are everywhere. Yeah. But let them go. Let them Just grow. don't hold it by the gills, man. No. Yeah. And that's the other thing. <laughs> I think uh, Release Over 20 has been pointing that out, too. A lot of guys are keeping these trout, or letting go of these trout, but their hands are all up in these gills. Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain... And, and I know for like a, a, a big rockfish or a big drum, they actually have kind of a chin, like a jawline. You can kind of get in there without affecting anything. And you just kind of, you know, get them up there, take your picture, do whatever you need to do for Instagram or Facebook or whatever you want to do. That's great. I mean, participation is great. I mean, you, you start buying stuff. You start buying your, your um, fishing license and the fuel yeah. in your boat if you buy it on the water. Yeah. These are all excise taxes that go right back into the resource. 100%. So... And buying your your tackle stuff, it all goes to a you know the re some of it goes back to the resource. I mean, it's just the way it is. So it's ten percent tax on everything that I sell. So you know that's that's right. huge, right? That's a huge industry in itself. Is just the tackle the that you're you're purchasing. If it's right. any kind of lure that you're using, you know, there's a ten percent excise tax on that. So right, and the manufacturers have to pay it. So. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. So, I mean, that's the important takeaway. I mean, you, every you and I have a stake in the, this industry and what we're what we do, yep. and you know, it's important to keep that up and kind of be respectful and don't take more than you have to. You know, it's it's just it's great to be in this and this this lifestyle, and that's really what it is. You you lose sleep over it, and you know, it's it's good times. But you know, it is what it is. Everyone has their own opinions. It's like yep. you know, bum holes. You do as you do. Everyone's they got all one. Stink. They all stink. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this was a much more uh, organized, mellow podcast. So I, uh, I appreciate dun, that. Dun, dun. <laughs> there we go. So do we want to do uh, correction? What was it? it uh, man, now I got it. <laughs> um, compliments. Compliments. Corrections. And apologies. And apologies. Yep. Oh Lord, so Kyle, we'll go. you got a lot of apologies coming to you. <laughs> so always got apologies. They were really rough on you today. <laughs> I know. Oh, this. Or do you have to wait till next week? This to get is your literally apologies. every. Well, we've only done two. So, but but <laughs> every, every, every apology. You. <laughs> every single podcast. Any is, uh, take backs? I'm sorry. Apologies, take backs, or compliments. That's what it is. Don't start with me. Okay, Dave, go. Apologies, Why take backs, or compliments. Compliments. Yes. We are much more organized and less mm -hmm. raucous sure. this this time around, and I feel like uh, it maybe maybe gave people a little more uh, information. Uh, I apologize to this lure, which I have been manhandling <laughs> for the last Man, hour and destroyed it. You know that is yours now. Oh yeah, it's you, all just mine. Take the rest of the yeah, pack. Absolutely, <laughs> you, it's mine. Kyle you owned it. <sighs> Apologies. Take backs or compliments. I take nothing back ever. I, I, I apologize <laughs> for the, the technical difficulties when I was trying to go relieve myself. Um, <laughs> take backs, nothing. And then. <laughs> Nobody ever takes I, anything back. I'm not taking anything back. That's fun. That's um, pride right there. Yeah. That's cool. And then what was the other one again? Compliments. Compliments. Look at these baits. I mean. Oh, they are gorgeous. They, I mean, yeah. compliments. And then. Um, 
I think I think we all did better this time. We weren't everywhere. We were. I'm not saying last time wasn't fun. No, it was no, definitely. I tell you what, blast. that was probably the most fun I've had so far because he's we were all. See, he's saying. I'm not talking anything fun. bad on him. Oh. Well, we could just kind of free for all for whatever we wanted to do. Yeah. Free ball. We'll have yes. <laughs> we'll have him. That's I was come on, I didn't see him. Where was this at? <laughs> <laughs> the next time we have him on, we're free. We're free balling. Uh, so, no. apology wise, I mean, I guess, uh, just sorry for the listeners if you hadn't made it this far because you're missing out, dude. Yeah. So, compliments. Thank you, Brian, for being here. No you didn't have to do it, me. and we we had some time adjustments, and you were totally cordial with it. So, we do appreciate that. That uh, should be my apology. We were late because I I was pooping. I thought I thought Kyle was the one with the problem. <laughs> I was here. I was here. I've been here since three. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle lives in the attic. There's a drop downstairs. There. So anyway, if anybody has, how about Brian? You got I'm any good. apologies, takebacks, or compliments? No. no. Well, f you too, then, Brian. <laughs> All I know is he said f that ten year. Yeah. Moratorium. Yeah, that's some rough stuff. It's man. Yeah, anybody that, was, that went well, wants to yeah, look at it. Look take, at, let's take that whole conversation back. Look at look at Stripers Forever. Like they have you know a, a host of things on their their podcast. Not podcast. Sorry, their website. Just take a look at it. See what you think. You know, let and us comment, know. Comment. Yeah. Comment, comment with us. I mean, we can, we're we're good to have the dialogue, and whatever you think. I mean, it, there's no right answer. It's just what's right for you. So. Yeah. You know, decide with that, and and with that, Dave, you got anything else you want to send us out on a high note? I'm ready for Kyle to cook it up. He's Kyle, cook, we've out got there. some beautiful it monsters like he carved out there. It inside of a brontosaurus. And we got three pounds of shrimp. Three That's pounds true. of shrimp. Well, with Fred Flintstone and everything, Brian, thank you for coming. It was great. We had a blasty blast. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Thank you. We'll see y'all next week. Hopefully, tune in, please. For see the you love guys. of God, please. Peace. And this is how we ride out, ride out on the sunset. Why does he got to make it so weird? <laughs> Why do you make it weird? <laughs> oh, oh, I made it weird. Uh, you made it. <laughs> oh, we can't have anything nice.